Welcome back to another episode of the Break the Bank Podcast. This is your boy Lurk, as always, joined by my guys X and Dion. Wild weekend in football. We all kind of did bad. Dion did a little better than the rest of us. But NBA is what a month away before the season starts. Gotta start talking some basketball. We're gonna hit y'all with the over-under for the Western Conference. And let's see who's gonna be more right than wrong. X thinks he's already ahead of us with the over-unders for football, but let's see who's going to take over with the basketball shit. What's good, fellas? How y'all doing today? I'm all right. I just want to point out a little bit better than them was five and two plus four units on the week. Both of them were under units, so that's very far from a little. Well, how'd you do in real life? I didn't get to bet any of these games because I was already done by the time they started. (laughs) I'm retired. All right, let's get it. All right, so we're going to start with the Pacific Division. Ah, can't talk now. The Pacific Division. The Phoenix Suns won the division last year, didn't win the championship. But 64-18, and DraftKings has them at 52-and-a-half over under. Dion, I'm going to save you for last because you talk a lot of shit when it comes to these guys. X, over under 52-and-a-half. Over. Dion, what shitty ass team was this? My bad, I missed it. See, <laughs> the Suns, bro. Under, under Stank. fifty-two and a half for the Suns. Staying. Aiden don't want to be there. CP3 talking about he didn't learn anything from Game Seven. He taking pictures with his son. Don't nobody care about that. Um, Devin Booker, he's a reality TV star at this point. Y'all know my feelings on Monty Williams. Uh, James Jones don't know how to GM. Jay Crowder, you can't tell me Cam Johnson can fill his role. He's pussy. Give me a, I'll take it alternate. Can you do an alternate? What's our 48 for them? Nah, there's no alternate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hold you to it, but they're the fourth no best alternate. team in the division. Nah, that's wild. That's a, that's that's a wild pick. You're wild. They're the fourth best team in the division. Oh, right. over who? We'll the see, Lakers we'll or the Kings? Who Dion, who Dion has ahead of yeah, we'll them. I think that. it's fairly obvious he has everyone but the Kings ahead of them. But we'll see why when we go through the rest of the division. I'm with X on this. I think they go over. Eight but, um, all that shit that Dion mentioned is already baked into the line, bro. They won 164 last year. The line is only 52 and a half games. Yeah, they could win, they could win 10 games less than last year which is a considerable amount, and still hit the over. So, yeah, I'm taking over. And that's not because I like them, because I don't think that they're title contenders. I just think that they're one of those – they're doing – they got enough to win during the regular season. So I'm Now, when X puts it into that context, you still feel comfortable with the under, or is this just an emotional pick? The investor is emotional. He don't believe it. Because he, he hates the Suns. We all know that. Yo, they look, sh- show me a fucking ticket where Dion actually put money on the Suns under and I'll eat a Phoenix Sun snapback. I don't bet over I don't bet over under as we explained this on the NFL podcast. I'm really too big of a degenerate for that. I would rather bet against the Suns 82 times than I would bet once uh for them to hit that under. It takes yo, way too long to get my money. <laughs> yo, there's a reason that your fucking bookie got you in a chokehold, bro. <laughs> but but yeah. I mean, look, they and no, and the, the funny part is, I don't disagree with anything that you said. I agree with everything that you said. And shit, if fucking C, we already know CP3 is an egg chef. If he's out for an extended period of time, I don't like this team. But 
it's more so I don't think that the rest of the West is is good. You know what I'm saying? I think there's probably three or four good teams, and most of them are in this division. But well, there's three or four good teams in the whole league. So yeah, I, I just think they're gonna beat up on the fucking Kings and the fucking Grizzlies and know. Spurs and the Rockets of the world. But yeah, give me the over. They stink. Before we move on, I just do y'all believe that. Aiden and Monty Williams really haven't spoken to each other at all since that oh, absolutely. in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. They hate each other. That fucking team hates each other, bro. They hate each other. But it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? But I, I oh, yeah, it's nasty in Phoenix, man. And yo, now they're about to give it to Jay Crowder. They're probably going to make the move in season to try and dump fucking. Um, What's his name? Tory Craig in the cash space so they can reduce their luxury bill. Yeah, so they talking about playing Josh Akoji. Yuck. He's awful. Yeah. Look, I, I feel you, but 52 and a half, like that's I said, man, that's... shocking. What's shocking is that the defending champions, the Golden State Warriors, they won 53 games last year, won the title. Now, I know. They got a lot of veterans. They liable to rest some people throughout the season just to keep them fresh for another postseason run. But over under 51 and a half just seems too low for me. I think this is an easy over. Dion, this is your team. Take it away. You said 54 and a half? 51 and a half. Uh, yeah, they're going to win 60 plus. I'm shocked that it's only 51 and a half right now. I think they're anticipating like vet rest days but let's say Steph rests that's fine JP's gonna start at point guard Clay's probably not gonna rest because he hasn't played in three years um Draymond's probably not gonna rest because he's in a fucking contract year you got contract wig and contract year wigs contract year pool contract year Dre like and then not only that you love to brag about how the Warriors have the most nationally televised games than in the whole entire league. If I'm not mistaken, there's a rule against just doing load management for that, right? On nationally televised games. Yeah, you can't just like bench them. I mean, I'm sure like so, and how many and how many of those do they have? I'm sure you know this off the it's, top of your head. It's like 42 or 43. It's over half. All right, exactly. So if over half of their games are on national television. You can't tell me that they're going to rest them for the other half of the season. Like, there's no way they rest these guys enough to where they lose that many games. Listen, they got the 53 last year. What did you say the number was? They got to 53 last year, 54? 53. They got to 53 last year. I believe Draymond missed 30 games. Steph missed the final 15 to 20. Uh, Clay obviously missed up until Martin Luther King Day. Um and then still didn't play every game after that. Is Steph, Clay, and Dre played uh, 20 seconds together before the playoffs. So, <laughs> and it was when Draymond just fouled a guy just to be on the court with Clay for his return. So, uh, listen, I mean, this team could trip, fall down, uh, shoot themselves in the foot. It doesn't matter. They can get to 50 something wins. 50 something wins isn't a lot in the NBA. Um, I agree. It's over for me, it's an easy over. All right, so now we move on to the third place last year, Los Angeles Clippers. They went 42-40. and 40. They getting Kawhi back. PG should be healthier. 
He missed a large chunk of the season last year. They got John Wall now. I don't know how much he's going to contribute. 52 and a half wins for a team that I think is more likely to rest their stars than the Golden State Warriors are. I'm over. It's an easy over for me, and I agree with you. They're going to be resting players, but they only need one of PG or Kawhi on the court at, you know, throughout the season for them to hit the over easily. They're the deepest team in the league. Maybe the yeah, Warriors. 40, 42 wins without Kawhi at all and Paul George missing 51 games. 42 wins, that's a lot. So 10 more wins should be pretty easy for them, right? If each of those guys gives you 40 games each, <laughs> you know, with some overlap, yeah, they're going to hit the over. Well, 11 more. Let me correct myself before Dion gives his input. They would need 11 more wins than last season to cover the over. You you can't tell me that they're anything less than like a 15-20 win team better this year just by getting Kawhi back alone. Yeah, same shit, bro. Like, same shit as the Warriors. Um, point blank, like, they won however many games it was without anybody playing, and now they get everybody back. Like, it's easy money for me. Bro, fuck the bullshit. These these guys are the NBA title favorites to me. Ah, uh, let's not get if We could say co-favorite. Look, fine. We can. I'll pay your Warriors respect. I'm not going to be disrespectful to the Warriors because Curry's Curry. But they're right there with them, in my opinion. Like the two best teams in all the league are the Warriors and the Clippers. So yeah, the I'm only gonna... reason I can't give it to the uh, <clears throat> to the um, to the Clippers is like they just haven't played together. <clears throat> and like it, it's one thing to be like, hey, they didn't play together last year. Like I mean, this team really just hasn't played together. So, uh... but bro, but they don't, but <laughs> they don't run like. It's not like the Warriors where, like, this chemistry and it's like they're dancing on the court together. It's pretty much like, yo, Kawhi, PG, do your fucking thing, and we'll be competent role players around you. You know what I'm saying? There's no system. But, you like, that I mean? shit's all fun and games until you have to play the Warriors. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying Warriors Clippers, if they were to meet in the Western Conference Finals, isn't, like, you know, winner takes all type shit. Like, I'm kind of on board with that. But I'm just saying, like, in order to win the championship, you have to beat the Warriors. There's no way this team can this year with everything they've been through. Even if I agree with that, for the regular season, just them going out there and doing what they do is good enough to beat the vast majority of teams. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I, they're they're going to hit the over for sure. Like I'm this, is, this is probably my safest bet out of all of them. This is a lot. I'm going to put my own hard-earned money on this. Um, I think it's an easy over. Who's next? Next, we got the Los Angeles Lakers. Also, I'm taking the over, by the way. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers, they went 33 and 49. We all know the story. Damn it, everybody but Russell Westbrook missed, the, missed a large chunk of time last year. They added a bunch of nothing. Troy Brown Jr., Thomas Bryant, Damian Jones, Lonnie Walker. And JTA. Oh, and they got Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly is a good pickup, but they still got Russell Westbrook and they got a first time head coach. DraftKings has them at 45 and a half wins. Dion, how you feel about that? You going with the over or the under? 
I got the over. I don't think Russ is gonna be on this team much longer. Um, even if it even if he is, it doesn't sound like his spot in the rotation is completely guaranteed. I like the Schroeder pickup. I like the Beverly pickup. Uh, Bron I forgot and about Schroeder. Thanks for reminding me. Bron and AD, Lonnie Walker. I kind of like that pickup. Like I, I don't. I've been on this camp uh, since they traded for AD. Um, you know, no matter how I feel about the bubble championship, I, I don't believe you need much around Bron and AD, barring health. And I'm not going to go through this exercise trying to pre- predict anybody um, getting injured because I don't root for that. So barring health, I think this is a very easy over. And if there was one team, if there was one team that I think could stop the Warriors in the West, if they were to get rid of Russell Westbrook, I think it's this roster. I think that's complete asinine. I can't even believe the words just came out of your mouth. All right, let's address all the ways in which you were wrong. First of all, none of the offseason pickups are good or do anything to address maybe Beverly. But Beverly is like a good player to have. But he's not changing your fortune. He's not adding three, four wins just because you have. Oh, I think he does. I think he does. Oh, he definitely not. You can't say that because just off of last season alone, if you insert – Patrick Beverly and take away Russell Westbrook, they win a lot of those games because Patrick Beverly is not going to be turning the ball over at the rate that Russ did, or even have the ball in his hand to create a turnover in a lot of those situations down the stretch. On top he, of that, I agree. Actually, in games defense, where Braun and A in, in I agree in games where Braun and AD play together, yes, he will help them get some more wins. But here's the thing, and I know what you just said at the end about you don't want to project injuries. All you got to do is listen to LeBron. Look, I hate NBA media day, but what did LeBron say? His focus is on being there. With all the records he's chasing, with his kids, with with the new NBA age rule and his kids coming into the league, now more than ever, he's thinking about preserving his body and being there for when his kids come into the league. He's going to take games off. He's going to take days off. Now, if AD goes back to being AD, okay, fine. But AD hasn't been AD in the last two and a half, three years. So I think in this case, it is safe to project maybe not injury, but not, not AD. Le- Bro, two and a half years. The last, last two years that he hasn't. Been nah, not even two. His that first year in LA, he was cooking up. That was an exaggeration completely. His first year in LA, I'm not going to speak on the bubble, but we all know what happened in there. And then the second year, I'm on board. Like when he didn't play, that team sucked. When AD was on the floor, they had the best record in the league by far. Okay, but you said so, so have- X, mm. you have the over or the under? I'm taking the under, man. I I remember last year I was in green room telling y'all Lakers under. Everybody laughed me out the fucking room, called me an idiot. I, I had the under that year too. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you but, on that one. But here's what I'm saying. Their biggest look, and it's all about asset management. Their biggest bullet in the offseason was for Lonnie Walker. And that was just them doing fucking clutch a favor by giving Lonnie Walker that that six and a half or whatever million dollars that they had. Bro, they could have done a lot better than Lonnie fucking Walker. He doesn't shoot. He doesn't play defense. He's a fucking project. Are you going to count on Lonnie Walker at the end of games? I wouldn't. No, they're not because you got Bev and Austin Reeves. Okay. Let's move on. Last team in the division. Wait, real quick, real quick, real quick. I just want to get into the Beverly thing because I said, like, he does project for four wins, and then y'all went on. 
I'm not saying that based on anything he does on the court. What Beverly brings to this roster is a dude that's going to give it his all every single day, um, every single practice, every single workout, et cetera. And like the team I saw last year was a team that had zero sense of urgency. Beverly's going to bring that sense of urgency on top of like point blank. Like there's no way LeBron enjoyed the way last season went. So I think this team gets to 52. Okay. So last team in the division, Sacramento Kings, 30 and 52 last year. X. Oh, I was hoping that. I think that number got bet down because when that line initially came out, I think they were closer to like 37, 38 if I'm not mistaken. Damn, 33 and a half is just low enough to where I might take the over. But yeah, I don't, I think this, if anything, I think this team wins 34, 35 games. Look, so they don't have bum-ass DiVincenzo anymore. They don't have Justin Holiday anymore. They added Kevin Herter, Malik Monk, and Keegan Murray. And they actually have a competent head coach again. Well, I like Alvin Jenner. Is he? Is he? You don't like Mike Brown? Is he? I think he was a decent head coach before, and I expect him to be a much was better he? coach after working with the Warriors. Was I mean, he was a disaster in New York, and when he was in Cleveland, he had Bronze. So was that Mike Brown? I don't remember Mike Brown being in New York. Oh, I well. think you're thinking of Fisdale, X. No. Where the fuck was Mike? Mike Brown was a coach. Somewhere. Mike Brown was at Cleveland and LA. Cleve, LA. 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 He never yeah, got yeah. a real chance. LA. He never got a real chance. He got fired almost immediately in LA. Ah. And, and he's been working with the Warriors for a minute now. So is Luke but, but really, <laughs> well, but even if you take that away. Adding Kevin Herter, Malik Monk, and Keegan Murray in the draft, does that make them four wins better than they were last year? Hell no. I don't I don't want I want to say no. I, here's the thing. Who are they stopping? Right? Who are they stopping? And this, and yeah, they added, but those are complimentary players. It's still De'Aaron Fox, it's still DeMontis Sabonis. I think DeMontis Sabonis is one of the most overrated players in the league. He puts up those empty calorie type numbers, which get you fucking all-star votes, but don't translate to wins. I mean, just look at how they played after they traded for him. That team wasn't better. And they were fucking horrible on defense, like really bad. And none of those players that they added in offseason are plus defenders. So who are they stopping? It's going to be a layup line at the rim against this team. How are they, how are they going to get stops in crunch time? I don't see it. So you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to say under. I think this team stinks. I like and the I under as well. Not only are they a horrible team, but a lot of teams in the West got better. Agreed. I don't know if I agree with this second part, but I think Look, they I'm stink. not saying that they're all going to be great or contending, but just off the strength of them, a lot of te multiple teams expecting their best player back, other teams making moves in the offseason. The West is more improved than it was last year. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I know they stink. Malik Monk stinks. Who's the other dude? Herder stinks. Uh, and Keegan Murray's a fucking rookie. So, yeah. Give me that. Yeah, give me the under. Give me the under. Fuck it. Yeah, bro. Uh, they acting like Malik Monk is somebody because he hit a couple threes next to Braun. Like, 
everything Malik Monk did in LA, like you could put anybody there, man. And it was mostly, honestly, on the occasional nationally televised game, he'd go off at 24, and then he'd have three, four games that weren't televised where he stunk. But yeah. the casual fan doesn't pay attention to those games. It's just the two times they saw him on national TV the last month of the season, they're like, oh, Malik Monk. But it's like, yeah, but look at the, his numbers as a whole. You know it was, and it was 24, and 20 of them came off shit Braun and AD did for him. They ain't in Sacramento, man. <laughs> like, they ain't in Sacramento. Like, ew, I'm sorry. Like, you you go – you can't just sign role players from teams that have a guy like LeBron and be like, oh, he'll do the same in Sacramento. No, there's a reason he fucking stunk in Charlotte and they let him walk. Yeah, fuck these guys. Let's move on to the next team. We still got quite a few teams to get through. Memphis Grizzlies won the Southwest Division last year. They were the number two team in the West. They went 56 and 26 last year. DraftKings has them at 48 and a half. Dion, I know you hate these guys. I know you think they're frauds. You taking the over or the under? 48 and a half wins. Um, I'm going to take the under because Jaren's not playing. And then... I do think there's something too, like when Jaw plays, there's a little uh, spacing on the floor. Um, and I, I'm not saying that hurts them because when you have one of the 10 best players in the league playing, that never hurts you. But I think part of the reason I got to 56 was how much he missed, how much time he missed. So uh, with Jaron missing probably the first two and a half months, um, yeah, give me the under on that one. Easy under. I think the reason the Grizzlies won so many games last year was because, A, they gave a fuck and actually cared about the regular season where most of the league simply didn't, and, B, they were deep, and now they lost DeAndre Melton. They lost fucking Kyle Anderson, who was a huge part of what they did, and they're going to rely on Dylan Brooks a ton, and I think more Dylan Brooks is bad, ultimately. And they have no Jaron Jackson. So a lot of things that they had going for, for them, that's not the case anymore. And now with all the shit that they talked last year, they're not just going to fly under the radar. I think they've put a target on their back. And a lot of that dancing and celebrating and the shit talking they were doing last year is going to come back to bite them. I I just think this team is worse um, considerably. So give me the under. Yeah, I think this is a pretty easy decision. Ja's still going to do his thing for the most part, but I don't think he's going to have the production he had last year. DeAnthony Melton, losing him, that's going to hurt bad. They're going to feel the effects of that all, all season. And then, like y'all said, no Jaron Jackson. Next team, we got X, your beloved Dallas Mavericks. They went 52-30 and 30 last year. Who they at? Christian Wood? Christian Wood, pretty much. Yeah. They got JaVale McGee as a backup center now, or is he going to be the starter? Ain't that flip? Wood's the backup. McGee starting allegedly, I'm, which has I'm a bunch of Wood is a starter. No, Wood has to start at the four or the five. No, so the thing is, Javel McGee is useless without a ball handler. So they're gonna start McGee early on, run some pick and roll with him, and Christian Wood because he can create his own offense. They they can play him some minutes with Luca, but he can also anchor the second unit, and he can just cook and get his shots off. But um, he'll close. You know, I think most importantly, who's going to close and what is going to close games. You know what I'm saying? But to start, it'll be McGee. The over-under is 48 and a half, which is crazy to me. They won 56 games last year. 
And I mean, well, 52 games last year, my bad. And DraftKings is projecting them to be worse after adding Wood and McGee. Well, they're overvaluing Brunson. You know what I'm saying? And that's all it is. They just notice I ain't even mentioned that he's not there no more. I look, I get it, but his value to the Mavericks is greater than what his value is going to be to the Knicks. But regardless, they won those games, but that was considering the fact that they had a really, really bad start to the season last year. I, I mean, I'm trying to look it up now, but I think they were they started like four and ten or something nutty. Um, yeah, man, I just. I think in the aggregate, they're probably the same level of talent. But I think the addition of Wood, it gives the Mavericks what Porzingis was supposed to be. And that's a true pick-and-pop partner that can run-run, you know, that can hit threes. And there's going to be even more spacing on the floor. And when there's more spacing on the floor, it'll help reduce the need for somebody like Jalen Brunson. And I think Dinwiddie in particular – Everyone knows I'm a huge fan of his. He's another year removed from that ACL injury where most people think that last year wasn't sustainable. I think he's actually going to take a step forward this year because he had another healthy offseason, and I think he'll be much more improved um, with more time having passed since that knee injury. Yeah, I like the over on this. I think that's really low and pretty disrespectful. Also, you didn't even mention that Doncic looks like he's in much better shape, probably the best shape we've ever seen him in. True, but I mean, a lot of time has passed since the Eurobasket, so who knows how many beers and and fucking cigarettes he done passed since then. So I'm <laughs> yeah, not gonna give him loves his hookah, bro. That bro, he no, he loves yo. He be smoking cigarettes like his fucking job, like Vladdy D. He's a new Vladdy Divac, son. <laughs> like he be blowing bogeys during halftime. You know what I'm saying in the fucking in the locker room, but but yeah, I mean, if he's in better shape, then that's even. That's even better. But I think the defense that we saw last year, the improvement of t- team defense, um, I think that's real. And unfortunately, I got to credit Kid for that. Um, but, yeah, I think they're being disrespected. And, I, you know, I don't know why people think that the Grizzlies just are better than them or the Pelicans are better than them. I think they're going to win the division. Dion, over under 48 and a half. Um, I'm going to take the over just because of Luka, but I don't really think that team's any good. I also think, like, uh, Tim Hardaway can replace a good amount of what Jalen Brunson did. All right. Next up, we got San Antonio Spurs. Under. They're just locked they won, under. We they don't even got to talk about it. Lock the under. Lock the under. You don't even care if it's 15 no. games? It could be 10. They want to lose. Like, they right. told well, you. Just for the record, for the listeners, the, the two listeners out there, the over-under is 22 and a half. Next, we got the Houston Rockets. Oh, crickets. I was waiting for y'all to do the same thing. They won 20 games last year. DraftKings has them at 23 and a half. I guess they're expecting Jalen Green to make them four games better than they were last year. Dion, 23 and a half, Houston Rockets. Uh, under Team Stinks, and shout out to that rapist, Don Knox, you bitch-ass motherfucker, you, bro. Rockets, top five corniest fan base in the entire league. Um, They stink, even though it's good that Jalen Green looked like an actual NBA player the second half of last year. But, um, but yeah, man, it's just a bunch of fucking rookies. So, And if they're smart, I think I – correct me if I'm wrong, Dean. I think this is the last year where they have ownership of their own first-round pick. It is. So they have every right – and they have every incentive, pardon me, 
to tank because this is the last chance they're going to have to tank for the foreseeable future. So if this is the last ch chance to add a blue chipper, I think you got to take advantage, play young guys, focus on development, and hopefully you get somebody like Wimbanaya or the other dude in the draft. Scoop. Next up, we're going to move over to the Northwest Division. Wait, did, we didn't – I think we skipped over the Pelicans, didn't we? They're in the Northwest. Oh, my bad. Apologies. Oh, wow. I did skip over the Pelicans. They're my not in the bad. Northwest? No, I skipped over the Pelicans. Uh, 44 and a half wins. That's my apologies. Pelicans won 36 games last year. They get Zion back, or at least hopefully, we who knows, knowing him. They added Dyson Daniels. Everybody else in the draft stinks and probably won't ever see the court. Full season of CJ McCollum, fingers crossed. You know, he he's always hurt. Brandon Ingram can't really stay healthy either, but he's been the most durable of their best players. 44 and a half wins DraftKings got him at X. All right, so before we started, I was actually writing this up um, from Mavs Moneyball. I've got the under, man, and I don't understand. Everybody, they seem to be the darling. I'll be quick, Dan. I'll try not to ramble. Essentially, when you look at their records since after they got McCollum, they only had four wins against teams over 500. That last season, they only had one or two wins against teams above 500, and one of those was against the fucking Bulls who had, when they played them. Every, pretty much everybody was out due to injury. Those last two weeks, I don't think they played anybody that was legitimately trying to win. Then they beat the Spurs in the play-in, who stink. They beat the Clippers. All right, that's a cute win, but nothing to write home about. And then they're like, oh, they pushed the Suns to six. The two games that the Pelicans won, Devin Booker missed one, and he left early in the other one due to injury. So I think that a lot of the hype is just smoke and mirrors, and that team doesn't fit. You bring Their two biggest um, flaws are they struggle to shoot from the outside. They finished 28th in number three-point shots made last year. The addition of Zion doesn't help that. And they are terrible protecting the rim. They did a little bit better when they played Jackson Hayes next to Valanciunas at the end of the year. But with Zion back, how many minutes is Jackson Hayes going to play alongside Valanciunas? So, and in their closing five, you tell me how many plus defenders they have in their closing five. Probably only Herbert Jones, but he can only guard one person. So I don't think they're going to be able to stop anybody. And offensively, it's going to be a bunch of fucking mid-range shots. Um, and if they don't fall, they're not going to score easily, even with Zion back. So I've got the under, and I think they're going to disappoint. And if they start off rough, don't be surprised if his fucking uncle or his second cousin is leaking to Stephen A. Smith that Zion has his eyes on the Knicks or somebody. I got the under two. <laughs> Man said, so I'm going to try to keep it short. <laughs> yeah, that's a long version of yeah that's but I hit y'all over the head with info. I think I even gave y'all a couple stats. You know what I'm saying? So credit to me. Nah, I got I got the under two. I don't think they're that good. CJ kind of stinks. B.I. and Zion's not the greatest fit. Who's other, bro? Uh, Which one? <laughs> the center, Valencia. Is it Valencia? Valentinus. And then yeah. they're like, yo, point Zion is back, bro. You think Brandon Ingram wants to stay in the corner while fucking Zion is at the top of the key dribbling the air out the basketball? The answer is hell no. So oh, I, I do want to go on a mini rant. Not on Pelicans under. I'll save that for X. Everyone that is staring at these Zion pictures talking about Zion's back in shape. Zion's back, blah, blah, blah. 
no shit. When you cannot walk, you cannot work out, and then you get fat. He can now walk again. He can now work out. He is not fat anymore. That is how the human body works. All you fat fucks out there should know that shit. But is he? Wait, 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 wait. real quick. But is he in shape? Look, we're not going to fat shame because I'm romantically round. But is he in shape or is he in game shape? Because he can be cut the fuck up. That doesn't mean he's going to be able to run down the court for fucking 40 minutes a game. None of that had anything to do with basketball. It had everything to do with everyone that was acting like he couldn't, like he didn't know how to be in any form of shape last year because he could not Well, I mean, in, in their defense, he wasn't necessarily at an ideal weight before the foot injury. Sam, if you cannot walk, your foot is... I'm talking about before that. No matter what is that. No matter where, no matter where he was at last season when he was in media day, he could oh, not yeah, walk. That was different. That was different. He, he knew he wasn't going to play last year, and he couldn't walk. He couldn't really work out. Of course, my guy was on fucking DoorDash. Of course, he was having all the little po boys and the alligator meat and all that shit in New Orleans. Of course, he was having all that. He didn't give a fuck. Yo, the he moment was a he, chunky fucker in that Mountain Dew commercial. Bro. All right, he was. So let's move on. And the we moment he got clear, too much he fixed focus it. on That's how the body weight. works. Nah, yo, all right, so we're focusing too much on Zion's weight. Let's move on to the Utah Jazz. Do y'all think that the Jazz have Under lock it. I don't done know. enough to win less than 24 games? Well, to they, win 24 games. They're going to fucking try to. You know what I'm saying? They're going to try to. They're already. Look, you Who's saw their what head they, coach now? Uh, the dude from Boston. Is it Will Hardy? Yeah, somebody like that. Oh, yeah, he was the, um, that was the lead assistant, right, in Boston? Something like that. It was, yeah, it was right, So they got him at 24 and a half. I think they're going to win less than 20 games. Yeah, that was a, that was a E-Maze cover-up. It's like Sandusky and Paterno. Wow. We're going to move on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Denver Nuggets, they won 48 games last year. DraftKings has them at 49 and a half. Over, lock it. Lock it the fuck in. Them and yeah. the Clippers, biggest insurance bets. That's an easy over. Jamal Real quick, Irby's though. Back. They added KCP. I don't know why they have DeAndre Jordan, but they added KCP and Bruce Brown. Yeah, the DeAndre Jordan Bar- thing. Huh? The DeAndre Jordan shit is fucking hilarious, bro. Everyone was, like, knocking down, like, free agents doors at, like, 12.01 or 3.01, whatever fucking time it was. You know, the Nuggets were outside DeAndre Jordan's house like it was 2012 all over again. Bro, fuck, <laughs> bro fuck all that. This motherfucker said he's wearing number six to honor Bill Russell. Like, your fam. Bill Russell's rolling <laughs> bro, wait, over in his fucking grave. You would think, right? I thought so. But apparently no, not. Didn't motherfucker- they retire the number after he passed? Uh, oh, they said they they were going to. They were thinking about it. either way. Media day, DeAndre Jordan opened his mouth to say he's wearing number six to honor Bill Russell, and Bill Russell is up there upset. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what a bum! I hate DeAndre Jordan, but yeah, this is over. They only need Murray or Michael Porter Jr. healthy for most of the season to make that an easy over. If both of them somehow manage to stay healthy, man, I mean, they might honestly. I would put money down on them winning the number the number one seed um, in the Western Conference. So, so I would you think they're a sixty plus one team. They yes, they can be. Yes, they should be. I ain't, I ain't mad at that. I I'm not sure about that. I think they're at least probably like fifty five wins. But yeah, they ain't gonna be the number one seed, but they'll be up there. 
So next team we got, we all in agreement with that. We all taking the over on that. Minnesota Timberwolves. Last year they went over 46 and 36. They added Rudy Gobert. They lost Patrick Beverly. Did they even really add anything besides Rudy Gobert? I don't even remember. No. I mean, they, they lost I don't Malik think anything else really matters besides the Rudy Gobert addition. Oh, they added Austin Rivers and Brent Forbes. I think Brent Forbes is a good pickup. They had some three-point shooting. <laughs> he's gonna, yes. he's gonna, you know, if he could get you two two threes a game off the bench, that's a win for the Timberwolves. Like that's some loser shit. That's some Nick fans shit. Brent Forbes ain't doing nothing. Look. Ah, uh, they they they're gonna. I don't. There's few other teams that are gonna be as motivated as the Timberwolves to take the regular season serious. So because of that, I want to say under, but I think this team gets eliminated in the first round of the playoffs, regardless of who they play. I think that they're worse and they limited their ceiling by bringing in fucking Gobert. You know what I'm saying? Because if if you think Cat's gonna be guarding fives, I mean fours in the perimeter. It's gonna get dark for them. You know what I'm saying? But so I like um I like the over. I agree with everything X just said, but I do think depending on the matchup, they could get out the first round. But uh that's gonna be like extremely, extremely dependent on the matchup. So I more than likely I agree with everything X just said. Personally, I think they're at least a 51 team. Yeah. I don't think I think they're gonna take the regular season a lot more serious than a lot of other teams. Yeah, All right. no, yeah. I agree. I agree. because of that. And, and that's the thing. Don't, and don't forget, like Jamal Murray missed an entire season. Like you gotta expect some type of load management and like managing his minutes, making him sit out of games, at least in the beginning of the season. Like things like that is are gonna still affect. The Denver Nuggets. We don't know what Michael Porter Jr. is gonna look like. Like, now we do. <laughs> we do. He's gonna uh, look. Let me not, he's let, gonna let, be you know, a, I'm not opening that door, Dion. Not, not today. It. He'll be Portland in a suit Trail on the Blazers bench. Won 27 and 55 last year. They went all in on Anthony Simons this past off season. Pause. That was crazy. They traded for Jeremy Grant. Signed Gary Payton Jr. And they're supposed to be getting Damian Lillard back. For some reason, they kept kept Yusuf Nurkic, even though he's had a steady decline in his production and hasn't been able to stay healthy over the past few seasons. But they're at 39 and a half, Dion. Over. I fuck with Big Nurk, um, Dame. I like Josh Hart. They still they don't got Larry Nance no more. Do they still have Larry Nance? Nah, he's in New Orleans. Yeah, I was about to say he's in New Orleans. Uh, the GP2 acquisition, I think, is a good one, especially if they use him appropriately. I think he hides a lot of what Dame did. And also, like, he can shoot. There's, like, this misconception that he can't just because of how good he is on defense, but, like, he can shoot, especially because you have to leave him oh, wide GP? open. Yeah, GP can shoot. He's a uh, three-point shooter. He can shoot. Uh, I think Simon stinks, though. So that's I my only thing. I think he's really good on offense. Don't expect <laughs> nah. him to provide anything on defense. I- I think he's Jordan Poole if no one ever actually watched Jordan Poole play basketball. So I think he stinks. He's like one of those guys that, like, the moment the Blazers start winning, they have to go on national television. You're going to start critiquing every aspect of his game and realize he costs you more than he gives you. So I don't like it. Um, 
Simons, Simmons, however you pronounce the last name, and Dame, that's a fucking black. That's a that's terrible on defense. So what are you gonna pay GP at the three? I don't like so much. Yeah, Jeremy Grant probably paid a three. So then when you're playing Gary Payton, I'm saying let's in closing games, right? Because I when I look at teams, I like to look at how are they closing, right? You gotta close with what Dame, GP, Hart, Grant, Nurse. You th- you think they're sitting Simmons think, to close games? I, I don't think so. To, brother. I think brother, I didn't to. hear you say Simons. You don't think Simons is closing games That's after they gave I him think that you, contract? I, I think you gotta bench him. I think you have enough scoring out there, like Hypothet like Jeremy Grant is supposed to be this 20 point score and Dane, no matter how we feel about Dane, no matter how we feel about like him staying in Portland, bro, that's one of the three to five best like offensive dudes in the league. So yeah, if they're smart enough, if they're smart enough to 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 bench Simons to close games, then I agree with you. I think we'll know game, I think we'll know early on on how they decide to close games. But for me, I don't know how you pay somebody that kind of money that you don't trust to close games, B. I respectfully disagree. I'm going to take the under. The last team, OKC, they won 24 games last under, year. Under. Under, lock it in. I got a question for y'all. Yo, Ime, is he a bigger sicko than Deshaun? I don't know the story on Ime. <laughs> I don't know the story on Ime, so I can't comment on that. Well, what's no. y'all's thoughts on it with knowing what we know? Because like we haven't talked about email on here. Well, at tell all. me, tell me what it is that that you know, because I'm pretty sure you know more than I do. I know Matt Barnes did what he did. Because look, let's be real. Matt Barnes is a real dude through and through, yeah. right? If he's like, yo, I came out to his defense and after learning the details, I had to delete it and shut the fuck up and admit that I was wrong because this shit is uglier than any of us think. That lets me know everything I need to know, bro. Yeah, when Matt Barnes, I was saying that the other day, so I'm like, yo, when Matt Barnes said, I can't condone that behavior, I yeah. knew, like, whatever it was, was crazy. All right. Yeah. I'm an avid. You asking me to compare it to Deshaun Watson's situation. Yeah. I mean, he who shall not be named. Look, we can't we can't compare it to any situation because that's the fuck we don't know. Yet. We don't know. Yeah. But see, that's why that's why. And I'm I'm willing to jump to conclusions, bro. I'll Stephen A. Smith this shit from the other side. Yo, uh, for legal purposes, these are the opinions of Dion Hill, <laughs> not Xavier Santos or the or his current employer. Thank you. Continue, <laughs> Dion. I will Stephen A. Smith this shit from the other side, bro. Deshaun Watson news broke the next morning. Adam Schefter was listing out every woman, their life story, what happened. Like this shit was the all-star game when the players had their accolades on the back of their jerseys. Ime did some fucked up shit. Bro. <laughs> like, what? like not that what Deshaun did wasn't fucked up. I think Deshaun's a fucking creep. I think he's a sicko. If it were up to me, he would never play another snap again. However, for us not to know what Ime did, but for us to have immediately known what Deshaun did, who he did it to, the fucking, the masseuse shop they worked in, the fact that he was getting towels from the damn football stadium, he was taking them to their house, his house, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think it's different on- things. I think Deshaun is more like sexual assault type shit. I think that Ime, it was some messy, spicy, like, office politics shit i think there's people in that organization that are on and let's be real he's never gonna coach another celtic game ever and for i don't think he's coaching period and that's what i was about to say some people said that he's done as a coach i think he 
he wilded out so crazy that it's like no team is going to trust him. And mind you, we're talking about a league in which night in which AC Green stood out because he actually kept his dick in his pants because no very few if any players in the league actually do that. So for you to meet be amongst a bunch of sexual deviants and motherfuckers was out there getting it in and for everybody to be like, yo, you're wilding. That means you had to fuck somebody, somebody's shorty, daughter, wife, there might be pregnancies involved. And that's until until it leaks out that this is like some non-consensual sexual assault. Well, they mentioned lawsuits. Yeah, I, I saw a clip on ESPN. They were talking about, what is that, Inside the NBA or NBA Today, whatever they call it nowadays. Uh, and they were talking about how a lot of the information they can't go public with until the lawsuits are filed. Yeah. Now, here's my thing, bro. It And everything Extra said is exactly why I feel the way I feel. Like, he was a former player, bro. Like, everyone knows. Like, Ime, everyone probably knew when he got the job. Like, yo, Ime's a dog, bro. Like, Ime does blah, blah, blah. Because he's been in the league, around the league, 20-plus years. Like, everyone knows what Ime does. So for him to have d- done something more, like, fam, bro, like, I, I don't know, man. I wouldn't want to be that dude right now. Point but and, and further proof of it, the fucking dude that they uh, replaced him with, doesn't he have, like, a felony count for battery against a woman? Like, they're like, yo, this guy's better than Ime. This is a better look for us. Like, come on, man. Like, this, yeah, what, whenever it comes out, if it is to ever come out, because I firmly believe he did it, to someone that has so much money and has so much power, like one day Yime is just, I, I mean, I don't know, like either be in prison or just like not really in like the the news cycle. Um, and maybe we never hear what happened, but if we do, bro, it's going to be some shit. Yo, can, we laugh, can we laugh at Woj real quick for that bullshit ass graphic that he posted when he broke the news on Twitter? Like, come on, fam. Like, I don't know if y'all, so I subscribe to Ethan Ethan Strauss's um, Substack, and he be writing a lot about Woj. Yo, it's nasty with Woj, bro. And that graphic is just further proof that is Woj had single-handedly ruined basketball coverage on ESPN. Like, and that's not even hyperbole. Like, people literally have to sit on stories to protect his sources. Also, that he can post bullshit graphics with his face smiling on you breaking the news that a coach got suspended for a year due to inappropriate workplace relationships. Like, I don't know. I just think that's some fuckboy shit, man. I think we'll just wildin' and like, it's crazy. I, it's nasty with him, bro. That Marcus Smart came out defending email and then he paused and goes, you know what? Like, based on what I know, I think one year's maybe not enough. That's Marcus Smart. He said that? Smart. Yeah, that's wow. Marcus Smart. That's Marcus Bro, Smart. Bro, that's that. Uh, I didn't, <laughs> I know didn't that. even know that. That's I didn't know that. That's, that's Marcus Smart. He said, it, the, I like, I like, uh, what's the word? Like, where you take somebody's words and you like kind of jumble it or whatever. Like, yeah. But for, for lack of words, he said that the one year suspension was warranted and maybe not enough. That's Marcus Smart. You got Matt Barnes saying what he said. You got Marcus Smart saying what he said. You got Tatum who is disagreeing with Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens said Friday that he told the players last Monday. Tatum goes, yeah, I found out on Twitter like everybody else. Bro, whatever he did is fucked. 
Yeah, <laughs> who was it that said that the players um weren't was it Jalen Brown, I think, that said that the play that the team wasn't really um in informed of everything that happened or something like that. And even Brown, all, all Brown kept saying is yo, we gotta move on. Whatever you say we gotta move on, all that means is like, bro, he's out of here. Yeah. Like, bro, he's not coaching us anymore, so we just gotta move on. That's all that told me. And Ime is done for it, bro. Done. Bro, and he, it's crazy. He's done in I Genuinely, I think he's done in the league. Again, we don't know what he did. Like, maybe I'm wrong. I'm willing to jump out on the side, like, opposite. I'm not going to defend this dude. I think he's a fucking sicko, bro. Like, whatever he did, for the dudes that aren't defending him to not defend him, like, you got to be a real, like, psycho. Yeah, so that's a heavy topic to transition away from. But we got to get our bets in before we end the show. Oh, shit. Yeah. Last week, Dion went five and two. I went three and four. X went two and five. X is still in the lead. He's up 0.7 units. Dion's in second, negative 3.59 units. And I'm in last place, as expected, minus 4.6 units. <laughs> Dion, you had the best record last week. You get to go first. Yeah, I'm starting to find my footing with this shit. It does take me a second. He had um, one decent week, and now he's starting to find his... Go ahead, bro. Cardinals plus 105 against the Panthers. Panthers stink. Right. I'm going to take Giants, and I'm going to take an alternate line. Right now, they're at minus three. I'm going to go minus five plus 112. This, this, this line is odd to me. I'm assuming it's because maybe Tua is Tua healthy. Do we know if Tua is healthy? That I don't know, but I'm with you on that one. We choose the Thursday night game, though. So yeah, you know that was gonna. Oh. I was gonna lead with that. So one, I realized it was Thursday night, and two, I'm not sure what's going on with Tua. Apparently, the NFL is launching an investigation into him returning to the game so fast. Yeah, all right. And so he and, clearly and had case, a head injury, bro. It was, and they talk. You hear the bullshit about his back. Bro, I have a bad back. I've never wobbled like that, fam. Like, we've seen every motherfucker with a concussion move like that. And then fucking Ian Rappaport, who carries water for the lead, talking about My understanding is that it was a muscle spasm in his back. Like, yo, fam, fuck out of here, man. But anyway. I don't know. You see me me get off a basketball court. That is not a bad back. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the Vikings minus three. I think the Saints and the Vikings stink, but I think the Vikings can actually score points because Winston is cooked. Yeah. Um, uh, my second pick, Texas A and M plus one fifty five against Mississippi State. I think A and M is starting to like find their footing a little bit. It's a very, very, very good team that struggled early. Mississippi State stinks. So. Yeah, I don't believe any of y'all actually watches college football games, but I really don't like this week. Me neither. It's a bad slate, man. Uh, and even for TV wise, if there was ever a Sunday for you to go out with your short and be like, "Yo, I'm giving up football for you," it's the 1 p.m. slate. Yeah, it's it's the Sunday it's slate. Ice cream, something. Yeah, I might be a father this Sunday, honestly, because this <laughs> shit is trash. Um. Yeah, so I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Chiefs minus two against the Bucks. I like that. Um, that'll be, I'm curious. Hmm. I might take the under in that game. I'm going to take Green Bay minus 10 over the Patriots because Matt Jones is done for a few weeks 
And I don't know, the Patriots struggled to score with Mac Jones. I can't even imagine how they'll score without him. So give me the Packers minus 10. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that. But what held me back is that the Packers have been struggling to score too. True. And that Patriots defense, that was last week was the first time they gave up more than two touchdowns. Well, they only gave up two touchdowns all season leading up to last week. Yeah, I'm going to hit y'all over the head with one more money line pick. Newcastle United plus 130. Uh, they got Fulham at the crib. Fulham stinks. Oh, I love it. All right. Go ahead, Lark. I'm going to take college football, Ohio State. Over 59. I forgot who they play. My bad. Oh, they play Rutgers. They play Rutgers on Saturday. Ohio State versus Rutgers. The spread is crazy, 40 and a half. I think they, they have a chance in covering it, but I'm going to stay away from that. I'm going to definitely take the over 59, though. So, Dion is a fucking coward because he bet soccer, but it's not betting the London Derby this Sunday. I'm going to be at the bar at 7 a.m. on some real degenerate shit, eating beans or whatever the English eat for breakfast. But Arsenal plus 100 against the bum-ass Tottenham Hotspurs. Give me Arsenal plus 100. Fuck the Hotspurs. Fuck Dion's team. I like <laughs> to draw on that bet. I like the and that game of the time. Um... My next one is Cleveland Browns minus one and a half. They play the uh, the Falcons. I think I think this Cleveland team is actually like solid um, on both sides of the ball. I know Miles Garrett had that car accident uh, recently. Yeah, but, didn't he uh, get placed on injured reserve? Yeah, he's probably not playing on Sunday. He was released from the hospital yesterday. But I mean, even without him, bro, like Nick Chubb is a dog. He's a dog. Bro. He's a dog. Like he doesn't get enough credit. He's one of the best running backs in the league, if not the best. So. Uh, ain't no way. I heard a lot of I heard a lot of consensus talk between you two about Jonathan Taylor, and I tried to tell y'all it's not that easy to just run away with him being the best back. But I'm glad to see you you starting to be honest. So you got him at minus one and a half. Yeah, and then what? We got one more pick, and then the Monday and Sunday or Monday and Thursday, right? Yeah. Do we know if Chase Young is coming back on Sunday? I didn't know he wasn't playing, so no. <laughs> Let's say yeah, just so you can put your money on the bum ass commanders, because you're gonna earn that. No, no, no. It's just if I know to stay away from that or or go through with the I was gonna take Cowboys minus three, but I don't know. No, nobody took the Eagles, right? No. Nah. I'm gonna take Eagles minus six and a half. I'm gonna actually push that up a little bit. Jaguars defense is looking decent, but this Eagles offense, like, I'm on board with these dudes. I believe in them. They suck in the second half. It's crazy. Yo, they are getting smoked in the second half. In the last two games, they haven't even scored at all in the second half. They putting up zeros across the board. But in the first half, they really outscoring everybody. The Jaguars, they haven't really played any good teams so far. I think this Eagles defense, I think I could agree with me. This Eagles defense is amazing. I'm going to take the Eagles. Am I not allowed to take the Jaguars? Like, are we not allowed? You, can't, to you just yeah, can't you take can the same. Me and Dion took the Ravens last week, but with different spreads. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because here's I'm the thing. Before you said that, I want to take the Jaguars just because, yo, not, not going to lie. That Jaguars passing offense 
really impressed the fuck out of me last week. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so while I'm still a believer that the Eagles make the NFC Conference Championship, I think six and a half is too much, too many points. So I think that the we'll value... see, I'm going higher than that. Oh, yeah, you're wilding. Um, <laughs> you're definitely wilding. I don't think so, man. Uh, it's just, it's a nasty board. Like, I don't understand why, why the fuck would the Niners be favorites over the Rams? That doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, if you don't think Rams money line is on Monday night for the good trip, then that's probably uh, yeah. So we oh yeah, so I can't take that yet. So oh god, you know what? I'm gonna fade my fucking. Yeah, I'm still trying to give my pick, bro. I was waiting for you to stop. Oh, I thought you was taking the uh the Eagles. I never got to say the spread. I said I'll take. Oh my bad. Go ahead. I'm moving it up to to nine and a half. I think they win by at least ten points. All right. Does that mean I can take them at six and a half? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want. What's the odds on that? Minus one ten. That's the regular line. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about for Lurks bet. Uh, Plus one twenty-seven. All right. So for my bet, I'm gonna take I'm trying the, to make a comeback, bro. I feel you. I'm gonna take the Bears money line. Plus 140 over my bum-ass New York Giants. We fucking stink. That loss to the Cowboys was fucking embarrassing. And I'm out on this year's team. I'm in on the coach and the GM. But, I mean, we got <laughs> bums like Kenny Galladay out there. Sterling Shepard, who was our only decent wide receiver, just fucking tore his ATL. Um, yeah, give me the Bears plus 140. Um, For my last one, I'm going to take – I'm just going to be a coward here. I'm going to take Chargers minus four and a half. Um. X lied to us about the Texans and Davis Mills and the Chargers get Keenan Allen back. I think this one's a wrap. Yeah, but they also still dealing with an injured Justin Herbert playing. Nah, he'll be all right. And both and Bosa. Bosa's right. out and the starting left tackles out for the season. He'll be all right. The and Texans. Texans yeah, really even with stink. a healthy offensive line, Justin Herbert's been under pressure and taking some vicious hits. I mean, it is what it is, bro. That's that's your pick. I ain't mad at you for it. I just think that you crazy to just, like, go all headstrong about it. But is that all of our picks before we move on to Thursday and Monday? I think y'all got to make your last we, one. We got one more pick, and then we got to do Thursday and Friday. All right, so my last pick is Georgia minus 28 against Missouri. Jo- uh, Georgia minus 28 against Missouri? Yeah. So I'm going to take for my last pick. It is Crystal Palace against Chelsea. Wilfred Zaha, plus 210, anytime scorer. Plus 210? Yeah, plus 210. Not first time, not first scorer, just anytime scorer. Okay. Uh, Dion, you decide Thursday or Monday? So Thursday night, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, so for Thursday night, give me uh, Chase Edmonds anytime touchdown score plus 175. Nice. So we're doing Thursday and night? I don't know what's going on. Thursday, Thursday and Monday, yeah. I'm going to take Dolphins first half money line plus 155. I like it. I'm going to take Dolphins money line plus 170. I like that. I'm probably going to bet that along with the Edmonds thing uh, on Thursday. I'm taking Rams alternate line. Jimmy fucking stinks. Give me the Rams minus six and a half plus 215. Wow. Plus 215? Yeah. Oh, that's a 
delicious line. I kind of like the under in this game, bro. The Niners defense is nasty. If you told me this game ended 7-0, like, I'd believe you. I'm going to take the under. Take under 41 and a half. I can't see the alternate lines, but what's what's the Rams minus two and a half? Rams minus two and a half is plus, plus 124. Give me that. Give me the Rams minus two and a half plus 124. That's delicious. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy really stinks, man. But he plays for the other team. He's bad, and all Yo, that shit was racist. He really just, a, he's really what, the second person in history to do that dumb shit and run out the back of the end zone? Yeah, everyone that wanted him over Trey, it's exactly what X just said, bro. Like, you're racist, man. It's racism. It's racism. All right, X, I'm going to ask you first before we end the show, because Dion is obviously biased. What was funnier and worse for their team? Jimmy G stepping out the back of that end zone or the or the Dolphins punter punting into his teammates' ass and getting the safety. By far, it was Jimmy G stepping out the back of the end zone because it was actually in the team's to the team's benefit. Team's favor. Yeah, yeah, that he did that because he was about to throw a pick six. And if he would have yeah. stayed in bounds, it would have been a pick six. Yeah. So the team is lucky his stupid ass stepped out of bounds. That's what yeah, made Shanahan it so funny. Shanahan's in film study talking right now, talking about good play, Jimmy. You saved us five points. Yeah. Like, come on, man. I'm just waiting for the end to be like, you know what? Don't go. Yo, and what's hilarious is like, Jimmy G probably did that. He ended purpose. up losing by what, one point? One point, yeah. I mean, but he was going to throw a pick six, bro. Like, <laughs> Yo, he did throw I, a pick six. I'm not going to lie. Like, when we were at 10 to five, uh, like, I didn't watch the first three and a half quarters. I, I, I didn't even know he stepped out the back of the end zone. Y'all can ask G. Uh, he texted me about it. I had no idea it happened. Uh, but when I turned it on, it was 10 to 5. I straight up, like, and I legitimately believe this. I didn't just say it. I was like, we should knee it three times and just let the defense do their thing. Like, we got to, like, the 40, and I'm like, just knee it three times, punt the ball, like, pin them deep, and just let the defense do their thing. Because Jimmy might make a mistake. Like, he's that bad. Bro, he's so bad. And, yo, real quick, before we before we go, a quick 30-second rant. This whole Aaron Judge fucking live cut-ins to watch his at-bats, it's embarrassing. It's beneath us. I'm embarrassed for the Yankees. I'm embarrassed for Aaron Judge because I don't even think he hit a home run tonight. Like, bro, first of all, there's racist towards Barry Bonds, who's the greatest player of all fucking time. And all this chasing marriage shit is just to fucking to white Barry Bonds from the record books. They're not wiping Barry Bonds from the record books. A lot of people been saying that. No, they're not doing it and saying that. Fam, who gives a fuck about the AL record or the Yankees record? Yeah, that's what what they're doing it for. They're not calling it the MLB record. They're doing it specifically for the franchise record and the the AL record. But I agree this shit is dumb and corny. I don't nah, know if it's beneath y'all. It's nothing beneath y'all scumbags. Bro, enough but. to cut away from a fucking yeah. college, college football, football game? Man. Yeah, that was yeah, disrespectful to all of America. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, if you want to acknowledge it, cool. But they tracking it like Aaron just and then they fucking flying poor Roger Maris's fucking family across the country to all these stadiums just to watch his mother go motherfucker go one for four with two strikeouts every fucking game. And I gotta see his fucking mother jump up and down every fucking pop-up. You know what I'm saying? Like he just did history, and it's like, yo, ma'am, it barely cleared the infield. Like, relax, sit down. You know what I'm saying? It's embarrassing. That's all I wanted to say. Now imagine me living within earshot. 
shot of Yankee Stadium, I'll have the game on and see that it's a pop-up and you hear them cheering dumb loud and live and it's just a, a pop-up. Like, it don't go nowhere. It don't even hit the warning track and the crowd is going wild every time he makes contact with the ball at this point. Crazy. And yo, shout out to Lonzo Ball. I hope he gets healthy. That news that came out today that he can't even walk or, or walk up a flight of steps without pain and that it's affecting his real life. That's some sad shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that That's reminds me of what happened with Darren Williams. It sucks, man. Yeah, look at Dirk. Yeah. Dirk said if he didn't play those last two years, he'd be able to play catch with his kids in the backyard, but he can't because he's st stuck around too long. So I think we overlook how much these athletes sacrifice their bodies for our entertainment. So I just, you know, I just hope that, you know, he's able to recover. He don't suffer no lifelong effects from that shit because that shit is sad, man. He's young, man. What is he, like 26, 27? That's, that's insane. Yeah, something like that. But even with that heartfelt little goodbye that you gave. I still hope that you go under 500 again next week. <laughs>